influencing health. We are just two girls on a mission to demonetize your health and instead influence your well-being with science and not a payday from brands. I might be conscious, still I like to fuck. I like it. Do a little yoga, then lift some weights up. I be as I'm supposed to. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Uninfluencing Health with Lillian and Caroline. This week's episode is we are talking about fats, trans fats, saturated fats, unsaturated fats, artificial trans fats. Yeah, it goes pretty deep. Um, but before we get started and taking a deep dive into that, we're going to start our week off with our healthy yays and healthy nays. Caroline, do you want to start us off? Yeah, um, my healthy nay was that I traveled last week and it was terrible like every night for work and I didn't get to cook at all and it was terrible like on the airplane pretzels for dinner situation but my healthy yay is that I'm not traveling this week and I'm so excited to get back in the kitchen yeah she's a roast chicken in the oven everyone wife of the year huh so my healthy yay is that I made it to the gym five times holy shit that's impressive yeah, yeah, very proud of myself. I skipped this morning, so not starting out strong. Um, and then my healthy nay, which is actually perfect for this episode, is I really suck at managing my trans fat intake. Yeah, well, it's hard. It's so hard because it's the best, the best things. Okay, so speaking of the best things, let's dive into fats, fats, and more fats. Um, just like a quick glaze over Instagram that I did and what everyone was talking about. Pretty much we all know avocado is LD fat. I, mm. I feel like that is a go-to. And if you hear random noises, <laughs> it's because we're in Caroline's closet. Because I'm really hoping the sound quality is better in here. Okay, so Caroline, if you got stopped on the street by a crazy woman. And <laughs> she wanted you to tell you everything you know about fats in 30 seconds or less. Oh my god. For a million dollars. You're joking, right? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Are are you going to time me? Oh, oh shit. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's pull up. Let's see how fast I can get. Okay. Stopwatch is ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. Fats are a macronutrient, so alongside carbohydrates and proteins, and they are um, essential. You need them. They help with so many things, so don't be scared of them. There are good kinds and maybe not so good kinds. And so what I would encourage my clients to do is learn how to incorporate the healthy fats so that you can um, continue optimizing the best health. That was 25 seconds. I'm proud of you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Can we go deeper than that, though, please? (laughs) Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Yeah. Okay. So here's the skinny on fat. Um, (laughs) Protein and carbohydrate have four calories per gram, where fat, on the other hand, actually has nine. So right away, it's more bang for your buck. So that's why we want to be mindful because – too much, too much of anything is not a good thing. Yeah, even not the, for not the best bang for your body. No, you want less bang. You want to be poor when it comes to that calorie level. I wish. And like, I know all the folks that are doing keto are probably going to write us and totally bitch about today's episode. Um, but I want to um, talk about we when you consume fat, you um, digest it, <clears throat> and it's going to break down into um, fatty acid chains. So you've probably heard the, like, people that love coconut oil, they're like, oh, it's good for you because it's medium 
um, medium chain triglycerides. Like they throw around chain links like they're um, a really big deal. But the the fatty acid chains, once they're broken down, they're um, picked up in your intestines, uh, like kind of going through digestion, and then they're kind of put back together again. So think like a puzzle, broken down, going through your intestines, and then packaged back together on the other side where your body uses them. So um, there's a ton of um, benefits with that. Is the other side my waistline? <laughs> and your thighs. And your... <laughs> um, no, it's super detailed process um, on digestion and any dietitian out there that had to memorize the Krebs cycle is pro I just probably sent your blood pressure up just saying that word. Um, but the, the process is complicated. So I'm simplifying it for, for today. Um, but I do think it's important worth mentioning how it's, how it's broken down. Certain fats are better than others. Um, and the reason that you want to incorporate fats, I mean, there's a number of reasons. One, um, there's vitamins that will not be absorbed unless you have fat. Oh, yeah, so, we covered that yeah. in our milk episode. So vitamins A, E, D, and K are fat-soluble vitamins. So if you are having, let's say, a lovely spinach mm. salad for dinner that's high in vitamin K, but you use fat-free dressing, you're not going to absorb any of that. You have to have some sort of fat to absorb fat-soluble vitamins. What's, what's, what is something that has vitamin K in it? Greens. Spinach. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, why even fucking have a salad? Um, so they also help, um, maintain healthy cells. They help your organs. Um, it fuels a lot of our, um, activities. Um, and then the, I think the biggest thing that fat does that's worth mentioning here is it really helps with satiety. So what satiety, so satiety is staying full. So you're not like going on benders. So when you think okay. about like you were too young, but there was, um, a trend in the 90s where like fat was totally demonized and so all these companies took fat out of their products like snackwell cookies and things like that and they well, pumped I, it full I of sugar. I feel like it's still pretty like fat free is everywhere still. It's weird when I see like I was at Target yesterday and I was trying to buy some yogurt um, and all of it was like they only had fat free and I'm like this is so annoying like I want some fat with my yogurt how do I get this I was actually mm -hmm. trying to buy Siggy's and they only had zero percent so I actually went to a competitor because Target did not have any Siggy's with fat so. way to go Siggy's and Target yeah thanks a lot assholes um, so kind of the fat breakdown um, when you kicked off the episode um, you mentioned a bunch of different kinds of fat and I think the to to break into two categories there's saturated fat and there's unsaturated fat so saturated fat is kind of like the bad guy here um and i shouldn't say the bad guy because we have research that shows um you know certain types you know dietary fat versus like crap that like cheetos or something not throwing cheetos under the vest but but like the saturated fat that's in junk food um, is not good for you at all. Clogging up your arteries, terrible. Right. Um, but I feel like if you add like something bad with more bad shit. Yeah, it's like, worse. Yeah. But to, to help you, so saturated fat is going to be anything that's solid at room temperature. So like butter, lard, that's saturated fat. Um, we know that um, too much saturated fats are not good for you. And a lot of um, like the health organizations like American Heart Association recommend um, limiting this amount in your diet. And the general recommendation that we see is less than 10% of your daily calories coming from these solid fats. Um, so how much would like, say like I make eggs and I refuse to make my eggs with like olive oil. 
um, I make them with butter or ghee. So like a, if I do like a half half of a tablespoon. You're going to be fine. The way that you would track it is you take your total calorie range um, and then it would be 10% of your calories and then okay. divide that by nine because remember there's nine calories in a gram. Okay. So that's how you're figuring out how many grams you would have a day. Let me write this down. Um, but I honestly, I think that it's a little, you don't need to track it. Like, you know, if you're eating too much butter. I mean, a little bit to cook with is going to be just fine. Honestly, okay. it is. So I usually, like, try to go with olive oil unless I'm literally... Um, yeah, we'll talk about olive oil in a second. Unless, like, I feel like eggs, like, you, you're supposed to do eggs the French way. Like, any other way is wrong. Do it the French way. No, I agree. I agree with you. No. I mean, Gordon Ramsay does it, and he looks pretty good for his age. I think, like, the poisons in the dose, with a, I mean, such with a lot of these things that we talk about. So... Don't, like, pioneer woman it so hard on your butter. If anybody follows her, she loves her butter. And it's good. It's just a little goes a long way. Or Paula Deenit. Paula Deenit. Yeah. Too much. Too much. So that's saturated fat. Trans fat, um, you mentioned this, too. And it's like, I don't want to say it's the devil of butters right now, but it's really getting a bad rap. We are getting more research and more research on the side effects of consuming too many foods that are saturated fat. And what people don't think about, people are like, oh, well, I don't cook with that much butter. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about when food is prepared, when when oils or fats are exposed to high heat, the property of that oil changes, and it changes in a negative way. So I'm looking at cookies, I'm looking at crackers, I'm looking um, at pastries, like anything in the Starbucks case. Those foods are going to have trans fats in them, and the too much too many trans fats we know is associated with heart disease. We know that it's also associated with Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. We know it's associated with strokes, all these bad things, and obviously <laughs> um, associated with obesity, which we also know is associated with cancers. So I'm not trying to like rain on your donut parade here. It's just you need to um... <laughs> bless you, hairball. Um, so I'm not trying to rain on your donut parade here, but I think it's very important to be mindful of um, of the amount of baked and processed foods that you're eating. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the cutest. This thing. is somebody begging for her D I N N E R. Okay. Okay. So then, we know what not to do. I guess at this point, if we had to, if we want healthy fats. So on the we started the segment by talking about saturated. The other part of fats is unsaturated, and unsaturated is the jam. That's where you want to be. These are definitely um, the healthy fats. And the biggest terms that you hear are MUFA and PUFA. MUFA is monounsaturated fatty acids, and PUFA is polyunsaturated fatty acids. They are high fat, but they're usually found in plant-based foods. So like you referenced before, avocados, seeds, um, your favorite nuts, I know you're allergic to, mm -hmm. olives, and um, of course the fatty fish. And the fish that we talk about the most here is salmon, tuna, and mackerel. That's been the most research. So omega-3 and omega-6 um, are both... Um, polyunsaturated fatty acids and again we have the most research um, that's suggesting that if you can swap out your saturated fat for these healthy unsaturated fats um, you're going to definitely see um, a reduction in your cholesterol more heart protective benefits um, really really awesome things from a health standpoint okay so Claire, so I have a list of healthy fats and I want you to let me know if this list is correct so I have avocado. Check. Check. 
Avocado is a healthy fat. It's um, going to offer both monounsaturated and polyunsaturated, but it's going to be way heavier in the monounsaturated fatty acid category. Um, what does that mean again? The monounsaturated fatty acid is one of the um, omega-3 and omega-6 that we just talked about. Okay. Cheese. So here's the dealio on cheese. <laughs> cheese, not so much. It does not have any polyunsaturated fats. It has very minimal monounsaturated fatty acids. Cheese um, is going to be more of a saturated fat. Um, so you're going to want to, I'm not telling you not to eat it, all foods fit, but you're definitely going to want to proceed with caution with cheese. Dark chocolate with a more than 70% cacao level. It's very good for you. Um, dark chocolate is does have some monounsaturated fatty acids, but the big star here is the antioxidant Ooh. level in dark chocolate. You get a dog talking about chocolate. I know. Gets really well, excited. he's he's a well, he's not a chocolate lab. He's a black lab. Um, but no, it's the antioxidants that are found in dark chocolate that really bring them their health benefit. I know that we talked about boosting mood um, a couple pods back, mm -hmm. and it's the antioxidants. It's not so much the fat. Okay, a whole egg. A whole egg. Um, so all the fat is going to be found in the yolk. Don't toss the yolk because that's where all the nutrition is. It's where half the protein is and all the vitamins and minerals. Okay. So um, eggs are wonderful. So fatty fish we talked about. This is the yeah. list I have. It has salmon, trout, sardines, herring, mackerel, and catfish. Um, not so much catfish. I, I, I take that one off. I saw catfish on a different list and I was like, no. um, not yeah. the way Texans prepare it. That's for fucking sure. Is it all nut? All is it all nuts? All tree nuts? Yeah, it's all tree nuts, but we see we tend to see the most research with almonds. Okay, the worst. Um, chia seeds. Yes, chia seeds are um, do contain um, some omega three fat. And then extra virgin olive oil. EVOO. Yes, um, olive oil has been studied excuse me ex extensively. Um, extensively is what I'm trying to say. Wait, um, so it's not the mob selling like shitty fake well, I think olive there's, oil i think um and we talked about this i thought on a pod where you need to look um yeah, look for the yeah too. look for that certification because that's going to be i know the north america and california they have um they have their cooking oils um olive oil definitely provides um, monounsaturated and um, omega-6 but the other one that no one really talks about that also has a lot of research behind it's canola oil um, so I think that you need to remember, um, if you're using olive oil or canola oil and you expose it to too high of a heat, you're going to break down those oils and it's not going to be healthy anymore. So it's, it's, you know, cooking, preparing your food at a healthy way, not frying it, trying to cook at a lower smoke point. That's what yeah. I mean. Full fat yogurt. Um, I'm a big fan of, we talked about that earlier, fat and yogurt. Um, I think that you need the fat to absorb, um, the nutrition that's in there. I think that what you have to be careful with dairy is if you're doing um, a ton of full-fat cheese. So since I love cheese and I consume it almost on a daily basis with my yogurt, I try and do the mid-fat, so like the 2% or the 1.5% milk fat in my yogurt. Okay, this one I had a question on because I saw it listed as two separate things on two separate sites. Coconuts and coconut oil. So coconut oil is almost so full of saturated fat. Um, when we started off this, we talked about some of the digestions of how, how they're broken down. And put, coconut oil is broken down in medium chain, um, medium chain uh, fatty acids. And I think that people think that that's digested and absorbed differently in your liver. But at the end of the day, we have decades and decades upon research on 
saturated fat in association with a high intake and adverse health effects. And since we know coconut oil is made up of mainly saturated fat, it's very hard to to rec- make that recommendation. Okay. And that so, makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much, and I think this is what we were talking about before we started this episode, the artificial trans fats that I was reading about. Mm-hmm. It's when you heat it to a certain point. Yeah, and I think that also, I mean, it's just like, like it's heating to a certain point, but it's also like anytime that you're baking, like that's going to be trans fats. Anything that's processed, like the cookies and crackers in the grocery store, that's going to be high in trans fats. Yeah. So the new label has trans fats listed on there. Um, if you want to be a detective, you can look on the ingredients label, and the words partially hydrogenated are code for trans fats. Mm. I know, they're bad for you. Um, but partially hydrogenated anything oil is going to be trans fat. So if that's in the first three ingredients, you probably do not want to have that product. Okay. So So I think like to incorporate, like how do you get more healthy fats into your diet? Um, Fatty fish twice a week is, is definitely the easiest way to go. So um, salmon and tuna in their pouches are very, very affordable and last forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Having tuna salad for lunch and having salmon for dinner, or um, if it's canned salmon, making salmon patties, um, however you want to sneak that into your family's diet. But having that twice a week is um, going to be a really easy way to meet some of these um, fatty acid needs. Um, also, sushi. Mm-hmm, sushi, but if you're pregnant, you can't have that, and sometimes kids aren't super keen on it. So Don't thinking worry. about not you're pregnant, not, not pregnant, have your sushi. Children besides my cats. Um, Obviously, we're in Texas, so avocados are everywhere, but it's it's super easy to incorporate avocados if you need help, come to Texas, because we put it in everything. Well, we might not know how much longer, because the number one exporter of avocados is Mexico. Well, don't fuck that up for us, yeah. government. Um, obviously, cooking with olive oil and canola oil are an easy way, um, an easy way to get your, um, it, it, you know, getting better fats um, into your diet. Okay, so basically, like, the goal is when you're wanting a trans fat, like I always say, like, when you're wanting butter and you're making... Butter's a saturated fat, so that's going to be different. Right, okay. When you're making... Like, it's always better to probably use olive oil versus butter unless, again, eggs. You have to use butter. But I think you can add a little bit of butter. I would... I like olive oil or canola oil because it's healthier and then just a smidge of butter to have that taste. Mm -hmm. That's going to be probably your best bet for food prep. You know, they made those cotton candy grapes. It'd be great if they made something healthy that tasted like butter. I feel like science isn't really working for us right now. I know. We need to try harder. We need, we need more butter flavor. And have kale taste like a McDonald's french fry. I like kale. Ugh, I don't know how you do it. Okay, before we wrap up this episode, we want to do a public service announcement for everyone doing this fucking celery juice diet um i saw it on my feeds like last week everyone's heard doing it at the same time like conspiracy theory who what celery person has paid them it's like that episode of parks and rec where like the kale people start dancing like strippers like they have done this to celery caroline well i think like First of all, the guy the guy pushing it, I mean, people were so upset with me. I, I made a comment on, on one of my Instagram pages, and I got so many people um, 
I mean, getting into fights on Instagram about this. And the the guy, um, the main guy that's doing this or pushing this is the medical median. And the it, what? Medical medium. And okay, he... Fuck, that name's dumb as fuck. Yeah. It's really... It's, it's definitely influencer-driven, 100%. Who is that? Is that um, Hannah Brockman? Ugh. Uh-huh. She'll do it every single fad thing and tell you to do it. She's the worst. So, um, back to this medical medium guy. Um, no medical training, by the way. Um, and what guides him is his... Um, it's called Spirit of Compassion, which provides him with extraordinary accurate health information that's often far ahead of its time. Literally, that's the quote. So, of far course, out of its time, aka no science to ever prove. No, shit and you like say. that's that's the thing is that like he has all these followers, and I can't figure out like why like why everyone believes him. Like everyone's like, I feel so much better. I'm like, do you think that's maybe possibly a placebo effect? Um, a cup of it. It's very hard to drink. It's very tart. Um, a lot of times people will mix other things with it to make it more palatable. And it's when you start adding all these other things, you're increasing the amount of sugar that's in it. Well, and celery is the one, like, vegetable or whatever. When you put it in a juice, you will never fucking get rid of the taste of celery. So, no. It's a very strong taste. And most of the research, I need to say, most of the research is done on um, rats and most of it is around hypertension. So while some initial studies yield that it does have like an antihypertensive effect, which is wonderful, um, again, most of the studies have been done in rats and not humans. Great, because us and rats. So is so it going to hurt you? No. Is it going to help with hydration? Yes. But so is just like drinking plain water. Like well, there's no, there's nothing magical about it. And everyone I've, everyone I've seen like posting about, it, they're like, I lost eleven pounds. I was like, bitch, this is fucking water weight. But but also, it's anytime you restrict anything, you lose weight. It doesn't matter if you're doing the ketogenic diet, a low fat diet, a high protein diet, Atkins diet. Anytime you restrict, like the dogs are getting all worked up too. We're all worked up about it because we're very passionate. We about hate it. celery. Everyone hates no, celery. No, Ralph. No. Whoops, my bad. I got too hot. Got got them all riled up. Ralph. So Ralph's my lab for listeners. Yeah, you can um, hear him. But but I think it's important that anytime you restrict, you lose weight. So you can't attribute that to celery juice. Um, the celery juice isn't doing that. And well, I, and it does like the bobble effect too. Like right, you lose weight, and then like you start eating yeah. normally again. And all yeah. just comes right comes back. back. And I think and everyone's like, oh, like it's, it's helping me detox. And we already covered this in our in our cleanse episode. But we know that that you have kidneys and liver that do that for you. You don't need a drink to remove toxins. Yeah. If you have too many toxins in your body, your ass needs to get to the fucking ER right now. Something's wrong with you. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> your, that means your kidneys and your liver aren't working. Your body's shutting down. This is terrible. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, like, seeing a GI doctor on the regular and getting, like, colonoscopies, I'm pretty sure you're fine. Like, I still don't get, like, this guy, like, has a spiritual connection. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I don't understand how you can give medical advice because you feel it. Like, I... The, I I'm. I just. That's really, really hard. I. I. I just. I don't understand that. Like. He's like the I'm, fry I, fest I, of the health industry. <laughs> I mean, I try to like. I want to be considered collaborative, and I want to be considered open-minded. But you just. I. There has to be some evidence here. There has to be some research, and there. There's just not at this point. Well, and I think the reason like it's taken off so much is like celery with some like good backlighting looks beautiful. Very pretty. It's, it is a pretty, and, you know, i really glad it's having its moment to shine, but I think that celery should stick where it belongs, and that's, like, obviously in Bloody Marys. 
<laughs> like, stay in your lane, celery. Celery is the one vegetable I just, like, I can't eat. Like, our family does dressing for Thanksgiving, and I can't fucking eat it because my dad and I, like, hate celery with a passion. Like, once it's in something, we're out. We always don't. Know, my it. sister hates it, too. It's gross. Like, I can handle it very finely chopped in a chicken salad, maybe in chicken noodle soup, and we're done. Look, he's upset about it, too. Ralph hates celery. He hates celery. He's over it. Do you hate celery? (laughs) (laughs) That was a that was a tongue to lips. Yeah, that just happened. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in this week for our episode about celery juice and fats. Weird transition, but you know we're all just trying to get healthy and look like Victoria's Secret. Well, tell them. Even the dogs. Even the dogs. They're trying. They're trying. Okay, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Hey guys, it's Lillian and Caroline with Uninfluencing Health. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new topic. If you want to learn more or ask us any questions, you can find us on Instagram at at Uninfluencing Health, on Facebook at Uninfluencing Health, or online at Uninfluencing Health.